Today we talking about colonization. So I posted something on Instagram about like what do you guys want to hear in the podcast because I have a lot to say but it's like I don't really know how to channel it. I don't really know if that's what you guys even want to hear. So I kind of just put out like a little hey what you want to hear and this is what you guys gave me. You guys want to hear about colonization and like mixing American values with Hawaiian values which is actually a really great topic and I love that one so we're going to start off with that one. We're going to talk about gatekeeping, which ties into that first one. Normalizing olalo Hawaii, mo'olalo makoolalo Hawaii, and mo'owahine were all of the things that came up. Somebody also asked about oli for gathering herbs, which I really love that one. Liz, I know you're listening, so aloha kakahiaka sis. Mahalo for that suggestion. Um, I will go through that in our papa ho'ona'awa Hawaii. I'm not going to share something like that on this platform um but if you're listening to this and you're interested in learning more about hawaiian culture hawaiian language hawaiian history um being a hawaiian practitioner i definitely encourage you to visit the link in my instagram bio uh for my patreon my patreon is a space that i have many different levels of patreon i the reason why i always push the patreon here too is because patreon is what allows me to do all these other free projects on the side so like podcasts and like free community workshops and doing all that kind of stuff by having patrons on my Patreon um, that attend the monthly classes, that attend the um, different like little webinar thingies that I have. That allows me the, the financial freedom, really, and like the logistical freedom to be able to do all of these other things that we do. So my Patreon, you can either the first tier is like um, the learning tier and it basically you have access to all of my exclusive podcasts that are posted on Patreon, as well as my Hawaii, which is a class that I do once or twice a month, depending on the month, um, on a different topic of Hawaiian culture, Hawaiian language, Hawaiian history. And it goes into like a re- a deeper level, but also like, you know, I definitely read the room and who's there, who comes to class. And if you guys want to slow it down and focus on something else, if you want to ask questions real time, if you want to like, you know, that that Papa Ho'ona O'ahu Hawaii is really tailored to the people that are in it. So if I know that majority of my friends that are attending class are really into like herbs and stuff like that, then I'm going to talk more about Oli and la'olapa'au and gathering and planting on what moons and that kind of stuff. Um, okay, shh. Uh, and so, yeah, Patreon. So plug in Patreon. And if you are interested in learning that kind of stuff. Also, if you just want to get free, not free, I mean, you're paying for it. But if you just want to get a surprise Moonkind Things box every month, um, there's different tiers. You can get oils every month, like different oil uh, combos, remedies. I can either send you the one of the month or a custom blend if that's what you need for the month. Um there's a tier where you can get free stickers and a free shirt. You can get free, not, I'm sorry. I don't know why I keep saying free to me. It's like, woohoo, free, but no, it's not free. 
Um, but like stickers, shirts, hoodies, there's even a tier for hoodies. And if it's like hoodies during the winter and sweats during the winter, then I'll do like bikinis and pareos during the summer for that tier. Um, there's all different kinds. So go check it out. Patreon, Moonkind Tings, link in my Instagram bio. Um, cause I love doing the podcast. I love doing the podcast, but I can't just sit here and talk shit for free all the time, every day. Fuck you, pay me vibes. But anyway that's my patreon so if you're here then you're here to just talk shit and i'm glad that you're here let's talk some shit baby so getting started with colonization and american values mixed with hawaiian values okay so really what the person in this was really um saying let me like verbatim read what she said give me a second let me pull it up let me pull it up let me let me uh, let me pull it up i still can't believe real people actually listen to this thing (laughs) colonization and how modern day kanaka mix american values in it with traditional values that's kind of a hard one it's like i feel like a lot of the things that i think are like common sense to me are just like not common sense to other people so let's dive into that a little bit so when we talk about mixing kanaka values with american values like my favorite one that i always refer to that i used to teach my kids when we were not teach my kids but like a big compare and contrast point that i would look at was like the american um kind of way of looking at like money and success and like financial success so like when you're successful in america a lot of it means you're stepping on other people to climb up the ladder a lot of it is like individualistic goal-driven um like finance like success really looks like financial success success looks like money building up having lots of houses and cars Um, and that's kind of like, you know, the fast American life time is money. It's like, if you're not working, what are you doing? If you're not making money through a side hustle, if you don't have, what do they call that? The, it, um, I forgot the term, but it's like makes money while you're not doing anything. Um, not disposable income, but residual income. I don't know. But basically like if you're not making money, 24 7 then what the fuck are you actually doing with your life right and when we look at a hawaiian um perspective of like being successful and 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 having a successful satisfied life we're looking at family we're looking at community we're looking at having a solid relationship with aina with land we're looking at um stewardship environmental stewardship right what it looks like to be successful is literally we look at our our linguistically we look at hawaiian words and we see that the word vai which is our word for water ola kavai right ola ikavai ola kako ikavai we all live because of water water gives us life um and it's like yeah we say these things but we really don't get it because we have board of water supply and because we have pipes that run water into our house and because pretty much everybody in Hawaii has running water in their home, right? Um, And so it's like, we don't really understand the enormous magnitude of how important water really is because it's so readily accessible and available. Um, Shit, where was I going with this? Success, vai vai. So vai, Hawaiian word for water, Hawaiian word for wealthy being vai vai because it's like abundant. You know what I mean? Like, bro, you are looked at as super mega ultra rich rich if you material girl, if you had a property that had water on it. And even now when I look at, let's talk about the compound for a second, okay? Because I need to like have it at the forefront of my mind all the time. So my dream, my dream living situation 
is to have a compound and like our our dream living situation we've all been talking about since we've been in college literally is to have the compound and if you know you know the comp the Panaeva compound but I want our own compound of like I want like the, like dream big with me for a second okay so like I want a big ass piece of land on Hawaii Island like preferably Hamakua coast maybe um, and I want like just you just see like the acres and like there's all the big beautiful trees and there's a lazy river that goes around it. I know this sounds really far fetched, but I promise you guys I lived in this house where this was like we were halfway there. OK, we had the lazy river. We had the beautiful home. We had the trees all around us and the big acreage and like it was unreal. But anyway, calling back to reality. So that was my reality, baby. It's OK. It's it's possible. It's 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 reachable. OK, it's attainable. Um, the compound and like if you can imagine like 10 different homes okay so everybody has like their own acre and there's like ohia forests between our homes so you can fuck as loud as you want and nobody's gonna hear you <laughs> and you have as much privacy as you need like having to ride atvs to your friend's house vibes and like i have my one friend down the road who is a garden witch and she's a healer and she's like the apothecary vibes and then i have like my other friend down the road who specializes in hale building and her and her husband like they're the ones that help everybody to get their plots ready and then we have our other friend down the road that is the kumuhula and we have our pahula that everybody shares and we have all of our keiki together in the same halal and you know like I'm talking community living. I'm talking intentional community living, bitches. I'm talking like shared gardens, shared lo'i. I'm talking like movie nights in the pahula. I'm talking community apothecary. I'm talking schoolhouse vibes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Building our own society away from the society in which we get to make our own rules has always been the goal but with the group of friends that i've you know like i'm all about recently as hard as it is during the pandemic interacting and and expanding that consciousness and like how do we all get closer to each other and further away from like the whole system time is money matrix vibe right so thank you for going on that little journey with me down the path um colonization and american values and hawaiian values american values and hawaiian values i don't care how you put it clash immediately no like you're done <laughs> it's just um at the core root of it hawaiians are for community and are always making the best decision for the large the, the the group at large and aina and americans are making the best step to figure out how they can climb that ladder so when I like hardcore dispel, <laughs> banish America and all of those vibes, just know that it has so much deeper to do with our history of Hawaii and America. It has so much deeper to, to do than um, fucking howlers, you know, for lack of a better word. But it's like... On a core level, morally, ethically, America and I just do not get along. We just don't have that much in common, baby. Um, so also bringing in gatekeeping while we talk about this. I made a TikTok the other day that I was basically like, don't 
ever be ashamed for gatekeeping. Hawaiian people, don't you ever be ashamed for gatekeeping because guess what, y'all? Gatekeeping is gatekeeping for a reason and it exists for a reason. And somebody had said something really... It's like we are... It's sacred knowledge and we are knowledge keepers, right? Keepers of knowledge for a reason. It's not just for anybody. Um, I, When I'm like... Hawaiian culture is a closed practice, period. That's all I'm going to say on that. You know what? I'm not even going to expand on that. And that's okay for me as a native Hawaiian woman who is a cultural practitioner and does practice these things to say. And sometimes that's like, oh my God, you're going to get canceled. Or like in today's world, you have to be so politically correct. It feels like when you speak about things and especially when you kind of have like a, a bigger platform Obviously, it's not for everybody, but if you're here, I'm guessing it's for you. So mahalo for being here and mahalo for normalizing, gatekeeping, traditional knowledge. Like, I think about lua all the time because my ohana is a lua ohana and our our family, yeah, period. Our, my ohana is a lua ohana. And I'm like, I don't think that just any old Tom, Dick, and Harry should be able to learn lua. I don't think any old Tom, Dick, and Harry should be able to learn hula. You know what? Okay, so let's talk about... Well, we've talked about this before, but, like, there's a difference between dancing hula and being a hula practitioner, right? So you dance hula, you go to your auntie's hello, and you you dance when you dance, and when you can find time in your schedule to show up and dance, and you might go to a competition and dance this, that, um, understand the words in the melee, but when you're a practitioner, it's like... To me, the difference between being a hula dancer and a hula practitioner is the involvement of the spiritual and Hawaiian religious aspects. So when you're doing things like maintaining a kuahu, when you're doing things like... um, Because when you maintain kuahu, you're also intrinsically tied to your natural environment around you, right? Like you're not going up to build kuahu and taking all of the maile without without... some kind of sustainable harvesting practice because you obviously know that you're going to continue to need need maile for your kuahu you also know like the important job that maile does in the forest and in her her specific role so you know as a practitioner you know what i'm what i'm saying like to me practitioners are people that keep the pono that keep the balance in different spaces so keeping the balance um emotionally when it comes to like hula and lua is a totally different you know like we come into papa we're not like joking swearing laughing like i'm not saying we're totally serious all the time but we're not coming into papa hula like um we're coming into papa hula in an aligned emotional mental and physical state in order to ready ourselves for laka hopefully to come and know and and put those hula into our body right so you have to be of a certain i don't like to say the word pure but you have to be of a certain aligned state to accept all of that kind of energy and all of that um that 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 equal na'u vibe right like that I'm going to carry this and let this be a burden for myself and not a burden in a bad way, but like I want to shoulder this weight of my kupuna. Oh, that got heavy, 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 heavy. So um, I think we're going to end today's podcast here for today. This was a nice little return to podcasting. I know I'm going to leave that slide up on my Instagram and just let people add to it as we go throughout the day so I can have some stuff to podcast about. Because like I said, I've been wanting to podcast lately. We are transitioning into a new space. And so my office is pretty much packed up. 
um, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of putting a hold on starting some new stuff until I can really get everything unpacked and set up. No, Laila, Bohiki Mai Panina, okay, your podcast. Mahalo, no kaho alohe ana mai, ahui ho kako.